everybody, Lyle here. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. We here at Anime Stroganoff encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And we're back with another miscellaneous episode. Yeah. I I can't believe we've done 11 of these already. Is this 11? I thought this was 12. Yes, this is 11. <laughs> I had to go check. I had to go check myself. <laughs> Not bad. We've, we've spent a lot of time talking about random nonsense. Random nonsense, yes. So, what should we talk but, about today? Um... <laughs> I mean, still haven't gotten a chance to really uh, put much together, uh, but I did see just today that there's going to be some sort of, they didn't say what it is, but new Trigun anime project yes. coming out next year. Yeah, you sent that to me, and I was like, yeah. what? Why? <laughs> that was my first reaction. I, I mean, had to triple check, not double check. Triple check. <laughs> I mean, I'm down for like a Trigun remake slash continuation. I don't know if you could really continue Give it. Give it the Brotherhood treatment. Yeah, I could see. I could see a Brotherhood treatment. Like just go back, clean it up, some modernizations. I I think overall, Trigun is really good. Even even for its time, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, um, it came out in 1998. I know. Uh, I, I know, but not everyone else knows that. Or do they? So I just, just throwing it out there. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, it looks pretty good for 1998. Um, yeah, it's it's solidly paced. It's got good animation. It's really it's, the, it's the whole package. It's not my favorite, but uh, I did when I was watching. I never finished it, but um, I've been meaning to go back and finish it. But then Funimation happened. Ah, uh, yep, that makes sense. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely do see the appeal. In <clears throat> there, there is, uh, nothing particularly wrong with Dragon. Yeah. And besides, we could, al we could always use more, uh, sci-fi westerns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I it mean, just sort of, I, I, I just saw, I'm like, didn't we just recently-ish, I say recently-ish, it actually wasn't that long ago, but it's actually not that uh, soon ago, I should say, but um, like we got the Spice and Wolf announcement, uh, Bleach is getting its final arc adapted, Devil is a part-timer Yeah, Devil is a part-timer. Uh, that's that's actually coming out like next season. Yeah, it's still crazy. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Madoka Magica. Madoka Magica. Yeah. Can getting you believe that. we're getting the first entry in the Madoka Magica canon for since it, oh, nine years now? It's probably gonna be another year or two before we get one. God damn. I, mean, I I don't know why they couldn't have just given us like something 
on the side at least. Because animation is expensive, and especially when the creator is, you know, a big <laughs> deal. Yeah, yeah. No, no, eh. But uh, yeah, just um, it's 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 a strange time. I almost included Evangelion on that list, but Evangelion never really went away, did it? No, it's just kind of been on the back burner. It's just I mean, kind of been finished... quietly boiling in the back. Yeah, they they finished the the last rebuild movie like two years ago now, I think. But I that think was so. like an ongoing thing. I mean, like, yeah. what was it like? End of Evangelion came out in like what two thousand one, two? Pretty pretty know. early in the two thousands. That's it's just been going on this entire time. Yeah, it's just like every five years or so, there's a new Evangelion movie. Same with with Gundam. There's just always new Gundam stuff coming out. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. There but... has never been more than a few years gap between Gundam series. Uh, we we like Gundam. I, I covered Gundam on this show, and there's literally never a gap in the Gundam release. There's always a new thing happening. Yeah, but I don't exactly watch it, so that's fair. Well, but hey, if you do want to watch Gundam, then go check out our our episode. So you want to watch Gundam? Iron Blooded Orphans is the best. This is true. That's where I started. I started with Iron Blooded Orphans, and I I will die on the hill that it is one of my favorite series in the entire Gundam canon. The one with the guy who wears a hockey mask. That one was really good at every point they weren't in Giant Robot. Oh, the origin. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I don't, I don't know his name. It's Char. Okay, you should know Char. He's kind of one of the most important characters in all of mecha anime history. So a genre I do not like or care for. Fair. 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 I'm just saying he's very influential. Like, Okay, and I'm saying the most important character in all of mecha show history is the bread girl from Iron Blooded Orphans. You're not wrong. Uh, but all I'm saying is that Char is so influential within the mecha genre that there's a copy of him in pretty much every show. And not just that, there's copy of, copies of him outside of the mecha genre as well. Mostly in, like, Shonen, I think. But, I mean, he's a pretty archetypical rival character. We very quickly and very thoroughly got derailed there. I I think the original topic we were just talking about how Trigon's getting yes, a Yes, Trigon is coming back. And I I, I was going to say something about how uh, we just got uh, a Cowboy Bebop reboot that wasn't very good. So I'm, I, I'm not super hopeful for Trigon, but at least yeah, it's animation instead of live action. That was also made by Netflix. That's true. What's who's who's making the the new thing? Do we do we know? I don't. I didn't even bother. I didn't bother looking. I just saw Trigun. I looked at uh, it said a uh, new animation project. Okay. Coming twenty twenty three. You think I actually particularly cared about Trigun coming back? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, what to tell you. I, I was still actively pissing my pants when Trigon first came out. Fair. Um, 
Uh, no, but seriously, I actually don't know what the studio is. Um, well, we'll find out whenever it gets closer to release. We'll probably do a whole episode on Trigun. It'll be poorly researched and very slapdash, just like everything else we do. Yeah, I, I will say the, the one picture that we got, uh, which I am certain is in no way, shape, or form representative of what the final product we get will be, uh, it does look cool. Yes. But anyway. <laughs> uh, Can't wait for that. And, and, any, and also all of the other, uh, the re- the other reboots that are coming out eventually. I'm sorry, I went to r slash anime to, like, find the original post that I saw, like, pointing out how, like, it's coming back or whatever. Yeah. And, like, the current watch list of the month, it's just something called Crest of the Stars. There's some dude in the background in, like, space, like, staring off into the distance as you do on cover art. And then there's just this blue-haired elf girl front and center on the cover. And I think she's on some sort of, like, light-based surfboard or Okay, I gotta, gotta check this out. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Uh, it just caught my eye. Mostly because of the elf. Interesting. Uh, I Old sci-fi series from 1999 to 2005. That's, that's a surprisingly long runtime. This is interesting. You may like this even you're the following series. Spice and Wolf, that's a yes. 86, that's a yes. Uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, been on my list forever. Might actually watch it now that I'm having a, a, a high dive subscription again. Well, dang. The only negative I can see about this show is that it's got space elves. No, the only negative so far that we have seen. Elves. Well. The only negative for you. It's a positive for literally everyone else in society. Elves are a negative on the entire galaxy. For you! For you, they're a negative. But for everyone else, they're <laughs> they are like, a double blight positive. upon existence. I still don't fully understand why you don't like elves. You it's ex- racism. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, but it's fictional racism. It's fantastic racism. What's the reason? When, when did you start hating elves? Did you just, like, wake up one day and you're like, I, I don't like anyone whose ears are pointy. The catalyst was reading the Aragon books. Right. Yes, you told me about that. Was that was my start of darkness. <laughs> so, one, one specific... One bad experience one with One bad an experience elf. made you hate all elves for, and... and not just elves, but like elf-like beings. So anything that even if it's got pointy ears, you hate it. I mean, she might not be a no. She could be a really tall, like uh, halfling or something. <laughs> I don't think they have those in this universe. But no, just literally anything, every single piece of media. It's actually kind of frustrating, if I'm being honest, to try and introduce you to something. And then you see a character with pointy ears and you go, elf! And you immediately just decide, I hate this character, I hate this show for just daring to show an elf in a positive light. Even if they're not an elf! Even if they got nothing to do with elves. It's, it's re- actually really frustrating. 
and it's kind of infuriating, and I hate it. I hate it so much, and I would like to I would like you to stop being racist against elves just so that we can watch TV together. <laughs> what? It's just funny that. <laughs> I'm I'm actually being earnest my hatred here. towards something. I know you're being honest. That's what actually makes this funny because my actual hatred towards something fictional has resulted in you actually being pissed off. Yeah, I get this. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Because it affects the viewing experience whenever we watch anything, and I'm actually I'm, I, I I am memeing fifty percent of the time. Well, that doesn't help. That you're not maybe the other 50%. And it actually makes me, like, rethink recommending the Owl House to you. Because, like, every other character but one has pointy ears. And you're going to be all over that shit. Like, oh, pointy ears! <laughs> Curse the pointy ears! Although, actually, uh, I feel like you should still watch Owl House. Just because... I, it's on the list. I know it's on the list. It needs and to remember, move up the list. If they have pointy ears and I like them, they're not an elf, they're a mutant halfling. <laughs> that doesn't make any <laughs> What if the universe doesn't have halflings? What what if they have what if they don't have elves? <laughs> what if they just have pointy-eared people? Are you well, I'm gonna throw that question back to you. What if they don't have elves? They just have pointy-eared people. Are you going to still be racist against them? As a meme, probably. In all honesty, probably not. Listen, I just I'm not a fan <laughs> of people who just who who do who be racist for the meme, even if it is, you know, elves. It's just kind of frustrating. I I'm taking a real part of my personality and exaggerating it for comedic effect. Yes, I know. Eddie, let's move off of my elf racism. No, 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 no. You don't get to get out of this that easy. But yes, let's move on. <laughs> I, I promise we can do an entire episode at some point in which we dissect my elven racism. <laughs> we will put you on the couch. We will get a licensed psychologist <laughs> and we will have them figure out your issues. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a lot of fun for everyone except you I feel like we've completely lost whatever cohesion we even had to start with uh, well we were talking about uh, Crest of the Stars right yeah we found a potential new anime to watch let me just add that to my list real quick same I may get to you before I die Actually, considering that this was apparently on Funimation before now, and Funimation is no more, uh, it will probably be a while before I get a chance to watch. With how slow Crunchyroll is being and moving like the whole catalog over. Speaking of, um, they just got like Supercub on there now. Ooh, how exciting! Yes, uh, Super Cub, um, you, oh, uh, they got the dub of Jormagen, not the, so I, I might be able to very soon be able to actually, I might be able to very soon actually finish Jormagen. Hooray! Um, they got, 
Yeah, like Psychopaths this month came in. Um, the season two of Ara Ferretta, which I never actually got a chance to finish because Funimation. Wait, you never actually finished Ara Ferretta season two? I was going to, and then Funimation. Oh, no. I know, right? Well, I mean, I was... to be fair, it's not like you're missing anything. I was so hyped up for how trash it was going to be. Didn't you start watching it and it was just kind of... Yeah, it eh. wasn't... It was, it, was, it, was, it was very meh. I mean, it was still bad, but... But it wasn't as bad as it was. It, w- it was not the glorious trash fire that season one was. It wasn't. That was such a disappointment. Although it was picking up uh, when I stopped watching. Um, it was getting pretty bad. I'd say that's good, but that is good. <laughs> I mean, I I never want I never want a show to be bad. <laughs> like I don't. I think there's few people out there in the universe who earnestly say, "I want this sh- this I want every show to just be the worst thing ever." No, 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 no. I, 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 I fully agree that bad things are you know bad, but um. Ara made me cry with how bad it was, and that in and of itself is an accomplishment. That's fair. And it's like, uh, it's it's like whenever like a really shit movie ends up becoming an unexpected success, so then they try to make a sequel to the shit movie, but they can never capture the spirit of the original because in the original they were actually trying to be good. That's yeah. what I like about Ara It is desperately trying to be an actually like put together series and what came out the other side of that creative process if it was a human being i would have put it down (laughs) (laughs) just i'm sorry little i'm i'm sorry little arfufu just just go to sleep and just put the pillow on its face because (laughs) That was not meant for by. That was not meant to live, <laughs> and yet it stumbles about, mocking God's laws. <laughs> I mean, there, there is always like, I think I've said it before. There's a place for ridiculous, edgy media, even even if like it's not it's not high art. No, a lot no. of people kind of mistake good and high art as being meaning the same thing but something can be good without being like profound or yes safe. and i have i have said on multiple occasions that i'm fairly certain at least some of the people working R Ferretta knew full well what they were doing and were turning into some sort of subversive masterpiece i firmly do believe that like you can't be that unself-aware yeah quite possibly uh or like satan academy it had a lot to say but jesus christ did it not know how to say it is that a good thing or a bad thing in the satan academy favor mood whiplash so bad i'm still wearing the neck brace (laughs) well it sounds like it it stayed with you though so that's good. Yeah, I do still occasionally think back and go, 
holy shit, how did I watch that? <laughs> and really, that's that's all we can ask for uh, from the point of view of creatives, that I mean, is, yeah, is yeah. that people remember what we made long after we stopped making it, or, or after we finished it. And, and to be fair, Satan Academy, it's a bit more towards the other end of our Feretta in that uh, it's bad, but you know full well, I believe, they were intentionally trying to make something that was, like, had all sorts of messages and stuff. It's just they were doing it blindfolded, <laughs> and they weren't even facing the target. <laughs> but, that, uh, that's yeah. Fair. That's fair. I still want to know what happens after the end of season one when they get invaded by an <clears throat> army of praying mantises. <laughs> Honestly, if if that's not reason enough to go watch the show, just to just to just to see that happen, <laughs> and then beg the creators for a season two, which will ultimately not be as good. I don't know. I think they might be able to make it as good, but um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, just so there, there can so like we just saw you can have stuff that's tries to be profound but maybe stumbles, or you can have stuff that's just edgy and doesn't really have a message other than look at this cool dude, look at him be cool, and that's fine. That's fine. There's a reason there are so many isekais every season, and they're all the same show. They're not literally the same show, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. They're they're basically <clears throat> the same stuff over and over and over. <sighs> sorry, I, Actually, I fell making asleep a wild thinking about divergence. What? <laughs> I said sorry, but going to make a wild divergence. It really just popped into my mind here. So you recently picked up the first two volumes of All of the Night. Yes, yes, I did. Haven't read have them yet. Have you gotten a chance? To, okay, I was gonna, no, I'm sorry. Right. I have not gotten a chance to read them yet. It's just like every time I get the urge to read them, it's the middle of the night, and I don't feel like turning on a lamp. Okay. I need to. I need to just set aside some time to just sit by myself and read. Yes. Uh, for those of you, I say for those of you, for all of you who do not know, um, there is an anime that. Uh, I saw on the list for summer 2022 uh, called Call of the Night. And I remember I first heard the description and my eyes glazed right over. I read the description like a couple more times while we're looking for things, like planning out like pace of the season and blah, blah, blah. And I basically said, you know, the manga seems highly rated. I might as well put it on the list. And then I got bored of waiting, so I read the manga, and that was a mistake, because I am, like, 120-something chapters in. <laughs> oh, my. So, uh... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's... I hear it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I mean, for my part, I, I do remember seeing it at uh, my normal shop where I buy manga. It was, like, it was just... Like, the first two volumes were on a shelf. I was like, oh, cool, what's this? Uh, some vampire thing. Ah, it's not for me. I don't do vampire stuff. But then, months later, maybe even a year later, you come on and you're like, hey, I just started reading this, and it's really, really good. You should read it. <laughs> I was like, and so I went, okay, sure, I will get to it. 
I will put it on the list as you as you like to say. Yes. <clears throat> and then uh last time I was up at the shop, I I picked I, I saw they had Call of the Night. Like the first six volumes or so. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna grab the first two volumes. And even if I don't end up liking it all that much, I can still I could always give them to uh to you. So you have physical copies if you wanted. Yeah. But honestly, I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy it, and I unfortunately will not be able to give you <laughs> physical copies. That's fine. I've already been planning to buy them right about the time I pick up like the complete every spice and book. Yeah, that makes sense, honestly. That girls last tour and um called yeah that tracks that tracks it, if i remember correctly you you've rated call of the night as your number two favorite yeah, no, my number two favorite manga of all time not a large sample size there but i like to think that i made up four in quantity with quality I would agree. But, uh, yeah, my second favorite manga of all time. Uh, but this is not a review of that. It, it, the show's not out yet, and I will be... I, I thoroughly plan to have an entire episode on Call of the Night when it comes out. Yes, it will be uh, exciting. viciously attacking the anime for getting it wrong, or... Uh, praising the anime for managing to keep the very subtle nuances from the manga. Hey, now you get to experience the joys and despairs of a manga yes. reader. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know. I didn't want to read it for this very reason, actually. But I got bored. I had nothing better to do, and it had vampires. And fucking blood is still on my mind, and it makes me go, oh, it has vampires in it, how bad could it actually be? And it's usually pretty bad, but... Anyway. Yeah, actually quite a few, uh, quite a few manga getting adaptations next season. I mean, manga get adaptations every season, but quite a few that we have read. Yeah. Like we said, uh, Call of the Night's getting an adaptation. Uh, what else we got here? Which other people are sharing my hype. It is currently the, in terms of member count, the most anticipated on my anime list. Oh. That is not a sequel. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you got five sequels ahead of it, and then Call of the Night. One sequel behind it, too. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. To be fair, that's, uh, that's Classroom of the Elite, and that's not actually that good. So you've told me. Yes, it's, it's, not, a great, it's not a great story. It's very dumb, and I actually kind of want to go back and rewatch it, just to see if I if it's still as dumb as I remember. Uh, but whatever. Let's see what else? Whatever. We, we got other stuff coming out too. We got uh, Isekai Oji Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never actually got around to like reading the manga. Actually, oh, you I'm didn't? gonna be honest with you. Huh. Yeah, no, I read like the first couple chapters. I remember there was a Sundere elf in it, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Yeah. No, I f it was funny because it's specifically mentioned because the dude's like, yeah, she was like a total bitch to me for no reason. And the dude's like, oh yeah, he got isekai before Cinderace were a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's especially exciting because it's a, it's a reverse isekai. Yes, which it, is... I, I, I love that trope. 
Um, hasn't been done to death like regular isekai, so still have hope. I'm sorry, you were saying something? No, I cut no, you it was off. just it's a, it's a reverse isekai. Well, it's a double reverse isekai, which is probably the more interesting part of it. Because, you know, we've got a reverse isekai where characters from a fantasy world end up on Earth. Uh, and then, of course, you got normal isekai where the characters from Earth end up on a fantasy world. But then you got double reverse isekai where a character from Earth goes to the isekai and then gets de-isekai. Or re-isekai'd. As I like to call it, the return sakai. A little bit clunky, but it works. I demand credit if anyone else uses that. No one will credit you. No OC, one. please do not steal. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... It should be interesting. Isekai yeah. OG-san, it's... The guy's kind of an idiot. Yeah. In the story. Um, and he's also overpowered as fuck. But he's an idiot, so he doesn't actually know how to use it. So, you know, that's always a fun time. Whenever someone has, has unimaginable cosmic power, but doesn't actually know how to use it, or that they even have it. <laughs> always, always a good time. So, we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Um, Let's see, and there's then... this fucking idle strike witches thing. Oh yeah, like, by Shaft. <laughs> there's two things by Shaft coming out next season. Oh boy. I... Well, at least the other one is a. Why did they anime? make either of these? <laughs> what? There's there's the stupid strike which is idle thing, and then there's the fucking ruby anime. Yes, I mean that's been in that's been in the works for years, like half a decade. I know, easy. but like, I I am hyped why for that. Shaft. I don't know, because they did Madoka Magica, and they've just kind of been riding on that for a decade. I know. I mean, they've done other was, stuff before and after. But it was uh, Dance in the Vampire Bund. I watched that with the thought in my mind being, it's by Shaft. How bad could it be? And then at, and then I think around like episode eight or something, I was like, is Shaft not actually a good studio? No, they're they are quite good. I mean, just look at all of the Minogatari's they've done. Yeah, yeah. They are, uh, if nothing else, they have the meme credit. They are the go-to if you want something that's just going to be really kind of out there. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, judging by what uh, Dance in the Vampire Bund was, I don't think someone else could have done a better job. Uh, so the fact that it was only like mostly a dumpster fire coming out is an accomplishment. <laughs> But uh, how 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 low do you want to take bets right now on how low of a score the Ruby anime will get? Uh, I don't want to think about that, honestly. I got, I got, I got. I'm, I'm gonna go five for five, five bucks that it doesn't break out of the five point <sighs> Because not only is it Ruby, it's three D CG. No, it's not. It's yes, 2D. It is. No, it's not. No, I'm looking at the announcement right here. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> It says right here 3D CG. Where? 
on the news page. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the promotional video real quick. No, it is, it is, the original series is 3D CG. Why would they bother pointing that out in the news article? Because it's notable. Because there's not a lot it's of. It's not those shows. notable. It's not relevant to the article at hand. Yes, it is. The article at hand is the Ruby anime that they're making. By yes, which is based on the 3D CG anime Ruby. Then why did you say based on Ruby? Why did you just specify what the fuck Ruby is? Because because people are idiots. They. They, they went so far in trying to let people know what it was because people are idiots that they've made, like, the headline completely bury what the actual story was. The headline is... I'm Ruby very upset TV now. TV <laughs> anime announced... for 2022. The first like, line is television anime yes, based the, like, on the rule Ruby is the 3D first CG line, web series. The first line... Of your like uh, article should contain should contain only the like basic most important parts of it. It does, and then you can go. But no, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't point it out just that says it's a that television it's... anime based on the on the on on Ruby. Like you could say, like, oh yeah, Monte Omen Rooster Teeth. Blah blah blah. Why did you need to specify not just the format, but what kind of animation Ruby uses? Because idiots. Listen, it's... We're arguing too much about this. All I'm saying is that, like, they can't just call it anime because reasons. And it would just be so much easier to just call it a web anime. They, they, had it, they could have just said web series. Because they, they did say web series. They specified a 3D CG web series. Why don't you say web series? Perhaps Why because it's, that's an unexpected aspect of the production uh, compared to other web series, which are not 3D CG. I, I, I'm just gonna, not going to develop any more brain power All to right. being angry over this. Fair enough. Anyways, so I'm hyped for that. It's going to be good. If, it, if nothing else, uh, I'm super excited because I'll, I don't talk to people on our anime, but I am hyped because it means that our anime has to lift their no Ruby rule, which they put into place like a decade ago when Ruby first showed up. I think I talked about this before uh, in the Ruby episode. How they had, yes, you did. They had a ban on Ruby contents, and then <laughs> the Ruby anime comes out, and they're like, okay, I guess we have to remove the ban. And, uh, I mean, hey, Everybody was cheering when the uh, when the ban got lifted. So, I I I, I have a feeling people are going yeah, to enjoy it. If it's not three D CG, this could this could get very decently rated. Yes. Yeah. No. It's it's all it's all hand drawn or traditional style. You okay. know what I mean? It's not three D. Yes. It's two D. And for whatever reason, we weeaboos just love two dimensions. You add that third dimension, and they just like, ugh. We've talked about that before, and yeah, we're just gonna breeze past. We're gonna breeze I past. I have the no whole... idea why, but it just, it just like the thought of like two D and everything reminds me of. There's a book by Max Brooks, uh, son of Mel Brooks, uh, and the guy who wrote the Zombie Survival Guide. <laughs> Don't forget that. Um, that it's just 
it, it's Minecraft from the perspective of someone who like basically gets eSkyed into Minecraft, but doesn't know anything about Minecraft. So this and they're going like, what the fuck? <laughs> like everything's so cubey. <laughs> like it's simultaneously two dimensional and three dimensional. <laughs> Alrighty then. I have no idea why that popped into my mind. I just feel like the I've whole read that like, 2D versus 3. It's not a fanfic, it's an actual book. No, I know. But I'm pretty sure I've read that Minecraft fanfic. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, you, you underestimate the ability of Minecraft fanfiction to have people get isekai into Minecraft world. I I avoid Minecraft fanfiction like the plague. I, I only read it a, I only read a few way back in the day, so they might have changed the culture might have changed dramatically since I last uh, paid attention to it. I made the horrific mistake of uh, trying to read Star Wars fanfic on AO3 oh, earlier God. this week. Why? Yeah. Why, uh, why would you do that? I mean... Someone linked me to a fic, and it was actually pretty good. Which, uh, which one was it? Uh, it, was the, it was the one where it's entirely from the perspective of some... Imperial intelligence officer who loses a bet, and as like the like the punishment for losing the bet, he has to give or at least attempt to give Darth Vader a present for Life Day, <laughs> and so he's just thinking: A, how do I do that? B, how do I not die in the process? <laughs> That does sound entertaining. And so the gift that he ends up giving Darth Vader for Life Day is he like tracks down with like Imperial records and blah blah blah. He finds the the identity of the pilot who blew up the Death Star and like all all his like papers and such and gives that to Darth Vader like, oh, like, hey, I am mildly competent at doing my job. <laughs> and Darth is like, Luke Skywalker? Why would you give this to me? He's like, uh, happy life day? <laughs> and Darth Vader's like, what do you want? <laughs> He's just like, uh, well, uh, my leave got cancelled to go see him. He's like, go, leave, now! <laughs> it's, ju it's just kind of funny because it's, you know, people... You know, just seeing, like, this six-and-a-half-foot-tall, like, cyborg motherfucker who casually commits murder. And, you know, just them having to deal with the fact that that is their daily working environment. Yeah. Uh. I but uh, that led to me reading some... Uh, well, sorry, what were you saying? I was gonna say, I assume that led to you reading some less than good Yes, that fiction. is literally what I was about to say. Okay. Yeah, That led to me reading some other stuff on there. I trolled through about 300, and, um... No. <laughs> it's not that they were all bad. Uh, it's just that none of them were really good. Fair. Uh, I mean, to be fair, you themes. do have a very high standard of good. I have absurdly high standards of fanfiction. That is entirely my fault. 
and to a lesser extent, uh, the fault of My Little Pony. But <laughs> um, a lot of Peggy Sue fix, which is weird because I'm like seeing that it's 2022, and I'm seeing some of these were written this like one or two years ago. I'm like, why are people still making Peggy Sue fix? Like, on one hand, like it's, it's kind of cool concept. to see. It is an interesting concept. And it's cool to see that it's still going because you don't really like see that outside of like um, like Evangelion nowadays. Oh, but it's, on the other hand, it's everywhere, man. You kidding me? I, 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 I of of the fandoms, right? Well, there's also the ones that kind of inherently use Peggy Sue as a trope, like okay, but I mean, that's literally a that's literally a Peggy Sue thing. <laughs> You're not but, wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of Peggy says a lot of shipping Din Jaren from the Mandalorian with Luke Skywalker. Yes, and then they raise Baby Yoda as their child, uh, which is weird because he's he's older than both of them combined. He's still like a toddler for his species. He's fifty. Though. No, he's yes, <laughs> I'm fully aware of that. We're not gonna get into this argument again, okay? <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is... This would be the third time. <laughs> rule of three! <laughs> I thought it was the rule of two for the Sith. But, um, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yes, a lot of that. Um, a lot of fix that the one thing I will give them is they're not shipping Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. They're not doing it. And, and <laughs> okay, I will... The, the, the fact you, that my standards are that low to where that is, that is a net positive <laughs> for me is, is shocking. But um, yeah, they're not shipping Luke and, and uh, Darth Vader. Uh, but these are generally fixed for like, like the Imperial office around Darth Vader. Think that that's what's going Why? Because all they know is that Darth Vader has this absolutely incredible, ceaseless drive to find this guy and wants him alive. And so, like, it's Darth Vader. What else could he possibly want? Murder. Death. Well, they're like, no, because, like, he, he, ref- he doesn't just kill him right out of hand. Torture. That, that's, what, that's what's got them weird. And so they assume romance. Yes, from a man they're, they're who has very killed dumb. potential Not a one interests. of them is good. Not a one of them was good. Okay, that yeah. sounds about right. I'm saying to their credit, they don't actually ship Luke and Darth Vader. Well, but that's otherwise, good. Uh, they're they are trash. Uh, there's one I never got around to reading. It's I guess it's on my list. I don't know, but it's just sort of making fun of the whole Din Djarin knows jack shit about the Star Wars universe. <laughs> meme that you know was going around yeah and it's him getting peggy sue to the clone wars but because he knows absolutely nothing about what's <laughs> going on everyone assumes he's actually a time traveler from the past instead of the future <laughs> <laughs> wow okay that one actually sounds like it would be funny that that does sound I, like fun i feel like it's not going to like be as funny as i think it would be but it is on the list because that does still sound yeah, it sounds it sounds like a good time. If nothing it else, does sound like a good it's, time. it's a nice popcorn read. And then I read a bunch, I read a little bit of Yojo Sentai too. 
Yeah, that sounds about uh, right. I've been really searching for all the Peggy Sue fix for Yojo Fenty. There's only like three. Feels like there should be more. Yes, like I said, it's actually... Admittedly, I read a lot of fanfics and fandoms that have like a hundred-something stories of them combined total. Uh, that's but, fair. Uh, so that's why I'm saying I don't usually see a lot of Peggy Sue's. Um, Just because you, you don't see a lot of fics, like, period. Absolutely huge fandoms to get like like actual Peggy Sue's coming out. I mean, once you hit a certain uh, saturation point of fix, you you've kind of just got everything there. Uh, yeah. But um, interestingly, yeah, uh, none of these have Anya as the one being Peggy Sue, which I like how people at least recognize that that would not be in any way, shape, or form interesting, because she's already an isekai protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can't Peggy Sue her, because then, like, it's basically like, what? So she's just going to use even more foreknowledge to do stuff? Especially since one of the recurring and, like, important themes of Yojo Senki is the fact that as, like, absurdly OP badass as Tanya is, it is a world war where battles are fought using millions of people, and no matter how awesome she is, she can't, like, turn the tide alone. But, uh, yeah, they all have, uh, Rugen <laughs> as the dude who gets Isakai, who gets Peggy sued. And it's hilarious, because invariably they use sort of like a mishmash of, like, light novel Rugen and anime Rugen. Because uh, light novel Rugen actually has, a, like, a weird respect. Uh, anime Rugen's the one that just, just absolutely hates her. But uh, both are more or less scared pissless of her. And so it's just sort of funny. There's There's one... That I'm pretty sure isn't be it's been abandoned at this point. That's basically just like him getting uh, Peggy sued, and he's like, "Guys, all right, this is gonna sound highly unbelievable, but I have traveled through time," and all the generals are like, "All right, so uh, you know, standard contingency plan X Y five, yeah, you know, makes sense." He's like, "All right, so all of our hopes and dreams rest on the shoulders of presently an eight year old girl." And everyone's like, okay, now we don't believe you. <laughs> and then there's another one that I haven't actually gotten, haven't uh, read much way through, but it's just uh, him going back and basically deciding that in order to prevent, he has to simultaneously uh, do the legwork behind the scenes to build up the Empire to like win the war. But he also uh, has to adopt Tanya because he wants to keep her as physically far away from a battlefield as physically possible. <laughs> because she terrifies the piss out of him. <laughs> and the thought of her being allowed near weapons is, is just terrifying to him. <laughs> and then there's another one that I haven't even gotten a chance to look at properly. You, you, you read any good fan fiction? Uh, I mean, I've mostly been keeping up with my... Uh... With my regulars. Yeah, I feel like I just ranted for like 15 minutes on fanfiction. Uh, perfectly fine. Um, I mean, I'm always on the lookout for good fanfiction. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. Did we talk about that one uh, Saga of Tony and the Evil Star Wars crossover? No, we didn't, actually. Okay, yeah, we talked about it between ourselves, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast. No, no. 
which is fine because it was it, it was fine it was fine it was i read right. more it than eli yeah I, it wasn't enough for me to continue on it was just it had a good start but it started to drag on and just every single uh annoying misconception about the jedi popped up most of them were from the perspective of tanya and she's an idiot so understandable but it just i think i made a comment to you that like it didn't make sense for tanya to be like oh the jedi are like a cult that brainwashes its members when she when like if she took one look at them she'd be she would probably be like you know having been a man born in japan she would have taken one look at them and be like oh yeah they're just buddhist monks yeah, I mean, I don't actually know enough about Japan to disagree with you there, but the one thing I will say is that Tanya kind of does consider all religion just basically be a cult. Alright, that's fair. That's fair. That, that's the only thing I'm going to argue with you on. I otherwise have no ability to agree with you. Okay, <clears throat> that, that actually does explain a lot and moves some of the pieces around... I mean, that's literally what kicks off the entire plot, is being so atheist that when literally talking to God, you tell him to go fuck himself to his face. Yeah, Tanya wasn't the smartest person <laughs> in wasn't, either life. Isn't. <laughs> wasn't and isn't. Uh, yeah, anyway, so that, that, that fic existed, and it was... It, it, it has kind a of, sequel. Yes, I know. I, I skimmed through it and I was like, eh, no. Basically, it, it petered out for me around the time that she tried to end slavery by building a casino on Ryloth. And... Yeah, it did, but, We don't have time to get into all the reason why that's just a shit plan. Yeah. Yeah, it was not, not the best plan. <clears throat> but, uh, that... And, and it doesn't I tried fix anything. Reading... I tried reading Datalift fanfiction. That was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Uh, it is almost all. Yeah, that's fair. That's Tell fair. Tell a lot. It's like 50% more if we actually like try and just sort it out. Uh, and then I know something else weird. Half of that is all written by one guy on AO3. Oh, really? Like, that is a weird dedication. <laughs> are they long or are they just like I didn't bother checking. I well I'm curious now because if they're all long that raises a they lot of questions. They weren't short. <laughs> I don't think so, but they were a few thousand words long maybe? I would I would assume, yes. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That actually does make sense. Uh life. But uh yeah, day to live. And that and what's what isn't just a lot of Karoom. I know that she's incredibly popular with the fandom. Oh yeah, good god, a lot of Karoom. Yep. I mean, isn't that her whole thing? Is there being a lot of her? Okay, fair. <laughs> oh, I will. I will grant you that point, begrudgingly. Uh, got him. Uh yeah, I've got I've got data live fanfiction marked down. I'm gonna check it out at some point. I'm still I'm still wading through the trenches of the Owl House fandom. Yeah. There there's a lot uh, of fix there. 
and then I mentioned this to you. I've never mentioned it on the podcast. I was I almost finished with rereading Sea Eagle. Yes. Sea Eagle. Yes. It's I I I honestly I want to like that's that's fucking Cal Bear. Why did you think that was a good name? <laughs> but yes, uh, it's, I remember you told me about that while we were playing Halo last week. Yes, yes, I did. And um it's a very good I I read a lot of alternate history. Um it's a very good alternate well it's actually it's not well it both is and isn't alternate history it's alternate to our history uh argue it's point of divergence is like the 90s and it was written in the 90s it wasn't even meant to be like like alternate history fiction it was like alternate future fiction right but then the dude was like you know now is not the right time to release this this no one would no one would read it. and then like a decade and a half later, now is the time. Anyway, so I, I almost finished rereading that. Um, if you have an alternatehistory.com account, I recommend checking out Calbear. Although, if you have an alternatehistory.com account, you've probably heard of Calbear. He's pretty famous on the website, I believe. And, uh, yeah, go check that out. Um, another timeline that I'm currently reading, Kane's... Kane's? John Maynard Kane, so you would yeah, get Kane, uh, Kane's Cruisers. It's a, it's a very nice timeline that I'm reading currently. Um, it's still ongoing, but it's almost done. It's like late 1944, if I remember correct. Maybe, actually, I think it was Christmas 1944 on like one of the last updates. The war is almost over. They're getting there. I, I think that, I think we've talked about enough today yeah i th i think we've talked about enough today um yeah a lot of reading i've i've been watching like one anime this entire season so i and and don't worry you're gonna get a full episode on that one <laughs> uh but until then uh i have been eli and i've been lyle and this has been anime stroganoff